0: What is good, Wizards fans? Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, and my guy Brandon Scott. Today we're going to go over the Wizards 2K ratings, and the Wizards did make some roster moves and sign some guys to the training camp roster. Let's get to it.
1: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to the Atlanta Wizards podcast. Just want to thank you guys for making Atlanta Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. All right. So the Wizards did make some roster moves. They did sign uh, Texas A&M guard Quentin Jackson, who did play in the summer league. They signed him to an Exhibit Ten deal. Uh, they also signed uh, Jordan Goodwin, who did play in the G League as well. They signed him to. They signed him to a training camp deal as well. And they also signed Davion Mintz uh, to the training camp roster as well, who went to Kentucky. Um, they signed him to a, a training camp deal as well. So, Brandon, what are your thoughts on those three guys? I know we watched them in the summer league. Which one of those guys stood out to you in the most in the summer
2: league? Um, I'm a big fan of of Jordan Goodman. You know, I like what, he, what I saw last season when he was on the Bogo. Um, he played well in the summer league. You know, he's a feisty guard who can shoot, you know. So I'm a big fan of, of Jordan Goodwin. Um, the other two I, I haven't seen played too much. But from what I've seen um, of highlights, you know, they're, they're good young players that, you know, can be developed. So they're real low-key moves, but I'm, a, I'm in a big favor of these moves.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think they're good moves. Will they make the roster? Who knows? But will they be on the team later on in the year? You know, a lot of guys from the go-go had to be called up because – health and safety protocol. so you just never know. There was, you know, knock on wood, injuries and stuff like that. Somebody may have to get called up. Um, also, you know, you look at you look at the Miami Heat. Like, they're able to develop guys from the G League and from, you know, undrafted guys out of college. So, you know, are, are the, can the Wizards do stuff like that? They always talk about finding a diamond in the rough. Um, but I really like Quentin Jackson, man. I like Jordan Goodwin, too, like you said. You know, he played in the G League. He averaged uh, 16 points in the G League. I just had it up here, but... Uh can't find it for some reason. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Yeah, we're 16 points and six boards with the Capital City go go uh in 31 games, six rebounds a game for a guard because he's six foot three, he's 23 years old, but a six, through, six foot three guy averaging six boards a game is pretty darn good. Um, I thought he was scrappy as well. Um, in the summer league, you know, he got on the he was he's a guy that gets on does the dirty work, gets on the floor for loose balls and steals and, and different things like that. Um, the intangibles. Um, and he's a small guy that likes to post up too. He's, he's a big body guard, kind of like Andre Miller back in the day. Physical guy can really rebound. Quentin Jackson is very shifty. Um, he reminds me of, of Jordan Crawford or um, Jordan McRae that was on the team a couple of years ago. Just a six-man microwave scorer, real wiry, really lean, very athletic. And the Wizards don't have a lot of athletes on the team, but this guy Quentin Jackson, he's an athlete. Um, with Texas A&M, he got all second team honors. In his final college season, he averaged 14 points a game, three boards, two assists, and won, uh 1.8 steals per game in 40 games for the Aggies. And they upset Auburn with Jabari Smith in the SEC tournament, which was a big win for Texas A&M. So this guy, Quentin Jackson, he's a dog. He's got the dog in him. Uh, and Davion Mintz went to Kentucky as well. He he had a solid summer league showing as well. Not, he didn't wow anybody, but he had a solid uh, summer league showing. He averaged 8.5 points off the bench. Um, in Kentucky and we know Kentucky how they you know how they get NBA players we talked about that before the stream started or before the uh, pod started so uh, those guys are filling out the roster um, Also another news the wizards are doing they they had the uh, mini camp in la um, the players they they ran that of course Danny couldn't be there because you know he's during Eurobasket Euro but everybody else was there which is good news they're already in the facility practicing we know training camp starts September 24th media day is September 23rd. Uh, what are your thoughts about the guys, you know, holding their own minicamp?
2: Um, this is exactly what you want to see. You know, you want to see the guys getting, you know, working on chemistry early in the game. You know, this is exactly what you want to see out of the team. And, you know, it's comes with leadership. You know, Kuzma, you know, he, he was a big catalyst in getting us together, you know, and his leadership showed last season. So, you know, this is what I want to see out of Kuz and this is what I want to see out of the team. You know, they, they, they're coming in the season, a lot of the players are coming in the season with a chip on their shoulder. So I like it. I like the dog, you know, you know, and these guys. I like the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I like where it is at. So big fan of it.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Kuzma, he was a big part in recruiting uh Delon Wright to sign to the mid-level exception. So that was good news. They both played with each other in college. Um, you know, he's good for his Monte Morrison, you know, you listen to Kuzma talking to Denny and Rui during the games and when he was mic'd up in the uh Bucks, excuse me, it was the Nets game where we beat the Nets. Um, right before the all-star break and kuzma's you know telling the guys to shoot the ball and and you know keep their heads up and have confidence so kuzma definitely stepped up as a vocal leader last year we need more guys like kuzma uh, pushing guys and pushing the young guys helping these guys develop at the same time so i like it just like you said i mean chemistry is going to be big chemistry was one of the downfalls of the team last year um so it's good to see these guys get that camaraderie before training camp starts and um, you know, just knowing, you know, where, where guys want the ball, you know, or who likes to, sh- you know, where guys like to shoot or where they want lobs, different things like that.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, last season showed how important chemistry in locker room commodity it really is. You know, when things were going well, you know, people were happy, you know, right. press conferences, you know, <laughs> but when things, you know, kind of hit the fan, you know, you, people, you Kind of turn on each other pretty quick, so right, you know, chemistry is right. important. You know, chemistry is really important. If you look at teams, championship teams, right? If you look at you know all right, the famous ones, you know Golden State, chemistry is high. You know, chemistry is a big reason why they gel together so well. You know, if you want to go even farther, you know, look at the Bulls. Chemistry, you know, chemistry is important. So this is exactly what I want to see from this team: is you know the chemistry being worked on and immaturity. You know, these are, you know they're acting like grown men. You know, then you know they're not letting you know minutes get in. You know they're 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 trying, you know. So this is exactly what I want to see. It's a good time, right? It
0: is, yeah. Like you said, a lot of stuff did hit the fan and started off great. You know, Brad and, and Trez having the press conferences, you know, laughing and you know, saying they're going to start their own podcast that never happened. And then uh, you know you got all the guys fighting over minutes and touches and stuff like that. So I, I think it's a different vibe. It's a different team, and uh, I think these guys are going to get along really well, which which means a lot for this team. They they do need some leaders and some vocal leaders to step up for sure, and I think. I think the mini camp can help. I don't know if it's gonna equate to them, you know, making the Eastern Conference finals or anything like that, but it's 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 definitely showing it us it could be better than last year than what it was. So but right, we're gonna get into the two K ratings. We're gonna get to where the Wizards um were put in the teams and what tiers they were put in. We're also gonna look at individual guys like Bradley Bill, you know, did it did his overall rating get better or worse from last year? Um we're gonna look at, you know, where the Wizards ranked in defense compared to other teams and three-point shooting and all kinds of stats now it's just 2k and matt and you think the same way with Madden, 2k and Madden, and they mean nothing at all but it's just you know it's the dog days of all season so we're just gonna look at it and maybe it could be telling for what's what's in store for the wizards but um before we do get to that this episode is brought to you by bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all of the latest football league developments game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week's games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sporting wager information, including live betting, eSports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head, head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline with a game starts.
1: part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: all right so let's let's talk about the rating here so um, I got the 2k rating pulled up you can if you know if, if you're listening you can just go to NBA 2k ratings.com and that's where you will find um, the 2k ratings is pretty easy and, and to look at uh, of course there's a lot of pop-ups on the uh, website but all right, so was there anything that stood out to you, Brandon, from what you saw from the team standpoint, where the Wizards are ranked?
2: Um, overall, as a team, defense showed. <laughs> they have a lot of faith as far as defense for this team, and I, and I get it, you know, but you know, I get it, two K, but really, you know, <laughs> yeah, defense is going to be, you know, to me would be the weak link of this team, and obviously, is you know more offensive team. You got your. You know, you guys who are defensive guys, you know Denny and whatnot, but <laughs> they're right; they're in the same neighborhood where I would put them for defense.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So to provide context, so defensively, they have the Wizards, and the Wizards finished twenty fifth in defensive efficiency last year. Now they have the Wizards tied for the worst in the league, actually. So yeah, they have them as the worst in the league. They have them as a sixty year overall defensively. The Nuggets are, are tied with them. The Knicks. The Wizards and the Jazz, they have the Rockets having a better defense than them. The Kings, the Pistons, the Thunder, the Spurs. The Wizards are at 60 overall defensively, and then the Nets are at 61. Best team defensively in the NBA is the uh, Boston Celtics at 72, um, with the Clippers at 71. So I can see the Clippers because of Kawhi and Paul George. The Celtics with Tatum and Brown. Uh, Robert Williams defensively, I, I, I guess there. Embiid is... The Sixers are third. The Grizzlies are fourth. I can see the Bucs at fifth. I could definitely see them being top five because of Giannis and Brooke Lopez and Drew Holiday, of course. So I, I that I do agree with that, with the Bucks being up there. The Wizards being worse, though. I think the Wizards are better defensively than some of the teams they're with. I think they're better defensively than the Knicks and the Jazz. And know the Jazz got worse because of Donovan Mitchell. So, um, But alright, so overall, The Wizards are right in the middle of the pack. They're at 80 overall, but in the tiers, they're in tier three. The the other teams that are in tier three are the Magic, the Hornets, the Pacers, Pistons, Thunder, the Jazz, Rockets, Spurs, and the New York Knicks. Now, the Kings are in tier two. The Mavericks are in tier two. The Blazers are in tier two. The Pelicans are in tier two. The Hawks are in tier two. The Bulls are in tier two. The Phoenix Suns are in tier two. The Cavs are in Tier 2. Do you think the Wizards should have been up a tier, or are they placed where you think they are? Where they should be?
2: <laughs> I think they did to flip-flop with the Kings, because that's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, I mean, you know, like I said, a lot of them have played together, so I think they're basing it off of that. You know, I think, you know, right now they are a middle-of-the-pack type of team, you know, kind of on the fence with a Tier 3 and Tier 2. Because I think at their best, they're definitely a tier two team. You know, there's a good, there's a lot of talent on this team. So, you know, like I said, there's a lot of factors comes in. You know, to the ratings. You know, it's he's not started. They have not played together. So, you know, I like us being underdog, So, keep it coming. <laughs>
0: That's right. All right. So, rebounding, they have the Wizards at the middle of the pack, right there too. So, they have them at the middle of the pack and basically every category. Um, potential they have the Wizards at 82, so I guess they do believe in some of the Wizards' young core a little bit. Um, but at the same time, that that potential is somewhat of the bottom tier of the league, so they're basically at the bottom of almost every category. So, two, yeah, 2K is not giving the Wizards a lot of love at the same time, you know, it is just 2K. Um, but I do want to talk about some other stuff that did stand out to me. Um, looking at the draft classes, they have a list of the draft class, and I wanted to get to that. I got to pull that up, though. Um, where Okay, so this is the 2019 draft class here, and there's a wizard in that draft class. If you want to guess who made a leap in that class, I'm trying to think who, what other wizards were in that class. Um, but I'll, I'll, I guess I'll give you a, a, a question here or a quiz um, which which player in the 2019 draft class which player's stock rose the most do you believe in the 2k
2: ratings
1: the nba playoffs are right around the corner and locked on nba is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama every monday jackson gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league helping to break down the nba playoffs Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Oh, uh, you 2019? Um, <laughs> that's a good question, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man.
0: Yeah. Now I'll give you a hint because in that draft class, John Morant was drafted, Zion was drafted, Darius Garland was drafted, Tyler Hero was drafted, RJ Barrett was drafted, um, PJ Washington, Kevin Porter, guys like that. were in that draft class. Um, just for the Wizards or overall? That's just the players in that class. Now,
2: oh man, uh, John Morant, easy.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: John Morant took that step. You know, uh, you know. I, but who? But who on the Wizards do you think? Oh. Is
0: rated higher than what they were were really drafted.
2: I'm gonna say. I gotta, I gotta do the Jeopardy music. I know, right? Because <laughs> that's <laughs> a good question, man. Um, twenty nineteen. Like to say, shoot, Coos?
0: Kuz? Kuz, no, Kuz was drafted in twenty seventeen. I think. Okay. Yeah, he was drafted twenty seventeen. I, I do I am I'll, I'll give you the answer, but I'll look at that I'll look at that one next. So Daniel Gaffer was drafted at thirty eighth.
2: Oh man, 12th. I was going to say that too, man.
0: Yeah, he's the top. He's his overall actually is better than Rui's. He's he he's his overall is actually better than Rui's. Uh, Daniel Gaffer's a seventy seven overall. Rui's a seventy six. Rui was drafted ninth. Now he's fourteenth in that draft class.
2: Yeah, I, you know what? It's crazy because I had. Gafford on the tongue, man. Um, I'm not surprised. You know, he really showcased himself. when we come over at that midseason trade from Chicago. I mean, you know, nobody really thought, what the, you know, what he was going to do. And he turned into an elite-level shot blocker. You know, his presence in the paint is, you know, he, he's big catalyst for our success when we have success. You know, I'm not only knocking on Gaff, man, you know, and it really doesn't go into 2K, but um, his foul trouble. You know, his foul trouble and conditioning. So, you know, those are two biggest things to have with Gaff. But, yeah, I mean, that's – yeah, I can see that. You know, and, and now you can say he was rated way too low for that class because he, he really showed out, so.
0: Mm, he's definitely still. He was drafted 38th, so for him to be 12th. Um, Rui regressed from 9th to 14th. Um, he's behind Grant Williams now, behind Gaff, behind Matisse Steibel, Kevin Porter Jr. Is ahead of him. P.J. Washington is ahead of him, which I don't really agree with. Uh, Cam Johnson's ahead of him. Keldon Johnson's at seven. Jordan Poole's at six. RJ Barrett is rated fifth in that 2019 class. Tyler Hero's rated fourth. Uh, Darius Garland's rated third in that 2019 draft class. Zion's number two, and then John Morant's number one. Uh, John Morant's a 93 overall. Zion's at 87. Garland's at 87. So, but yeah, I think honestly, like you said, I think that was that was Tommy Shepard. That might be Tommy Shepard's best trade so far. I know he did the Russ Wall deal, he did the Russell Westbrook for. The Laker guys with Kyle Kuzma, KCP, and Montrose Harrell, but honestly, to flip Troy Brown Jr. and Mo Wagner to bring in a guy like Daniel Gafford, to he impacted that twenty twenty season. Like we don't make the playoffs without Daniel Gafford in that year, with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill going crazy towards the end of the year because we finished that year seventeen and six to finish the season. We fought and you know went on a surge and made the play in, and then we made the playoffs so as the eighth seed. We don't do that without Daniel Gafford, and he was our best defender on that team in twenty twenty. You know, and you could argue possibly last year too so um but that's a still like i said to flip troy brown who junior who didn't work out in dc and mo Wagner, who was an okay who was a solid pickup to bring in a guy dale gaffer that you know got a three-year 40 million dollar extension um that's i mean that's that was a steal for tommy Shepard. i think that was one of his i think that that might be his best value trade as far as like individual talent like bringing in talent i think the other trades were you know i want to get off contracts you know they wanted to move on from john wall for other reasons ted leonsis and whatnot and then Russell Westbrook asked out, so he had to trade Russ. But this was actually a trade. And then, of course, Dinwiddie for Przingis or Bertans. That, that's probably the best one. But other than that one, I think this gaffer trade was the best one for sure. So, um, But I, I do want to look at the other classes, too, because uh, that it really intrigues me looking at the draft classes, kind of seeing where Denny was at. And then we'll talk about Bradley Bill, and then we'll wrap up there. Uh, but before we do get into that, this episode is brought to you by NBA Top 50. Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, and Giannis. Which NBA player moves the betting line the most this season? Locked on and betting line odds makers present the NBA Top 50 most valuable player starting on September 19th. Find it on Locked on NBA wherever you get your podcasts on YouTube. All right, so the 2020 class, Denny's in that class. Um, he didn't move much. He he was picked at uh, pick nine, but he went to pick ten. Cole Anthony leapfrogged him. Sadiq Bay leapfrogged him. Tyrese Halliburton leapfrogged him, and uh, Desmond Bain leapfrogged him. Tyrese Maxey's at three. Anthony Edwards is at two. Mellow Bowles at one. So those are the only guys that went above him. Uh, Obi Toppin was picked draft was picked at eighth. He went below Denny. Uh, Devin Vassal was picked after Denny. He stayed at eleventh, and Jalen Smith was picked at tenth. He went all the way down to fourteenth. So those are the only ones that really. Stan, James Wiseman was picked number two, and then he went down to twenty in the NBA two K rankings. And honestly, and, and honestly, out of the performance from everybody, he, that probably is realistic and where he's at. Um, anything stand out to you about the twenty twenty draft class?
2: Um, no, because at the time I believe that was a really good pick on his part. Um, mm-hmm. out all uh, out all of um, his draft picks, that's my favorite one. You know, because he flipped because really he was really a lot of mock. Uh, excuse me, mock drafts to go higher than that so I, I think it's still I mean look at him I mean you know his game is really he has improved every year he's been in the league and with the showing that he's had in FIBA you know he's going to be a monster this season so now nah, I, I think it was still that season or that draft class in my opinion mm-hmm.
0: yeah I know they, they uh, there was a report they wanted to trade up for Denny and get him at four they ended up getting him at pick nine so a lot of guys did fall back like Killian Hayes was drafted before Denny he fell back I think Denny's right at that right spot at nine or ten. Um, I think he's been solid for the most part, just a little inconsistent here and there. Offensively, defensively, he's been really, really good. Um, but I, I think I think Denny was a solid pick for where he's at. Just has some improvement areas, you know, finishing around the rim. Um, but he has some really, really bright, good bright spots like passing, vision, um, defense, playmaking, rebounding. He's had some really good things and some some definitely some improvement areas for sure. So um, before we wrap up, so we're just gonna get to the Wizards roster as a whole and just go going over um their ratings uh was there anything that stood out to you on anybody's ratings anybody that you
2: thought was rated too high or too low um not 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 really to be honest with you um the only problems i have um individual stats you know as you know brad Mm -hmm. bills his three point went down which i understand you know last season was in his greatest showing for Mm three-point shooting but you know but if you look at Ratings for other players that have been hurt last couple of years. You know, Zion, Kawhi, you know, the scores were high. And, in a, and in a few categories are going off of potential or past performance. So I think he should have got a little more love with the three-point shooting. Um, I thought that Denny, his rating should have been a little higher defensively because, I mean, look at who he guarded last season. He was easily the best defender on the team. So those are the couple that stood out to me. But overall, I mean, overall – you know, Brad, he's not in 90 yet. Looking at 2K, You know, he's not in 90 yet. Um, Pristinius is on that cusp of being a, a higher 80, 85 and above. And Kuzma, and I thought he should have been close to 85. You know, he did, I think last time I saw him, he was an 81 overall. So I thought with his performance last season, he should have been a little higher. But those are the ones that kind of stood
0: out to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brad, his three point shooting has gone down every season. Um, ever since really, you know, John Wall was traded or John over and John Wall. Injury. He just he really needs a point guard that can set him up. You know, he's had more ball handling duty, so his three point percentage has fallen off. Um now he has missed some open three-pointers too, like his catch and shoot numbers have gone down too. Um so I can definitely see why his three-pointer went down. He's an 87 overall. Um also looking, I wanted to look at him compared to um just all the players overall. This is a 97, LeBron's a 96, Steph is a 96. And um, just seeing the other guys who are better, like Jason Tatum's the 10th best player in 2K, he's a 93 overall, Jimmy Butler's a 93. Um, Brad is the 28th best player in NBA 2K, and it's kind of similar to where he is right now. Now, the only people I really would put him over on that list is Zion, LaMelo, Darius, uh, Zach Levine, Paul George is at 22, and you could really argue that Paul George is just as good if not better than bradley bill donovan mitchell is at 88 you can say same thing same thing with donovan mitchell you argue that he's better or if not or or the same um kyrie irving is rated better james harden's rated better so you know we paid bradley bill you know 250 million dollars like a number one player and he's ranked 28th and like i said this doesn't matter at all it really is 2k but i think bradley bill will bounce back and i think he could definitely bounce back into the top 20s of you know overall ratings just consensus ratings as well so um but looking at the the ratings. Um, they're, they're pretty, they're pretty simple to me. I mean, I, I think, I think, you know, Bradley Bill 87, Chris Epps 85, Kuzma's 81, Monty Morris is 79, Gaffer's a 77. So Gaffer's our fifth best player. Will Barnes is 77 overall as well. Denny's a 76, Ruiz is a 76, Corey Kisper's a 75, DeLon Rice a 75, Johnny Davis is a 75. He's pretty high in his draft class. So they, they rate him a lot higher than a, a couple of guys in his draft class. Todd Gibson's a 74, Vernon Carey's a 73. Anthony Gills is seventy two, Isaiah Thomas is seventy, Jordan Shackles is sixty seven, um, and then looking at Denny's defense, like you brought up, his defensive rating right now is his perimeter
2: dif- defense is an eighty, so that's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, to me, his best rating should be def- you know defensive. I mean, because he's just he's an elite level defender, but you know, like you said, it's two K. You know, so, you mm-hmm. know, it's, you know, it's for entertainment, you know. So, you know, the kids want to see dunks and not so much three-point shooting, you know what I mean? So, you know, it, it surprise surprising the Zion's up there. But, you know, hey, 2K, whoever, they can doubt the team because, you know, we play better when we're underdogs. So, like I right. said, keep it coming, man. <laughs> Definitely, yeah.
0: Now, Rui's three-pointer should have went up. I'm looking at Rui's, Rui's uh, rating right now. And his three point shot is an eighty two, so it did go up. So that's really good for Rui. So I, they did get that correct. Um, his close shot is eighty two, athleticism is an eighty, his stamina is a ninety, hustle's eighty five, overall durability is an eighty, standing dunk is an eighty, the driving dunk is an eighty, which you know he did put Anthony Davis on a poster, Tobias Harris on a poster, um, but playmaking is a fifty six, pass IQ is a thirty four, pass vision is a thirty four, his defending, his his interior defense is a fit sixty, and his perimeter defense defense is a 54 his rebound is a 53 as well so um other, he's really good at scoring but everything else is is pretty low
2: yeah and i, I mean i agree with that his three-point shot really took a leap forward that was the one part of his game that you know for you know people wanted him to improve on so you know i, I see it changing though after this season i think a lot of de- you know a lot of defense are gonna start to get in his face a little bit you know he started to respect the shot a little bit last season so you know, I see it going down slightly maybe next year, but, you know, definitely. You know, he really developed into a really good all around scorer. So, what I want to see improved, um when it comes to Rui really is his defense. You know, very often last season, you know, he looked lost on defense. You know, at a power forward, you know, you, you're going to be bringing up against some big boys, man. So, you got to, mm-hmm. you know, he's got to up the game as far as defense. But, scoring wise, oh, absolutely. You know, he's good score. So I, you know, I agree when it comes to
0: that. All right. Definitely. All right. We're going to wrap it up here. So Bradley goes at 87, you know, um, they didn't rate him as a number one guy. You know, the Wizards, they look at him as a number one guy. We'll see if he can really lead the team and be a number one guy on the roster this year. Got the no trade clause. got the, the, the trade kicker as well in the contract. So uh, we'll see, you know, like I said, 2K, who cares? But it is somewhat of a measuring stick on just what the national media thinks about the Wizards. And I just want to thank you guys for listening and making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. And for your second listen, get up to date on the latest news and rumors in the NBA in just 30 minutes every day with Locked On NBA. Locked On NBA, your daily NBA update in just 30 minutes. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.
1: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.